Hi there, it's Amy Carlson, the Toxin Terminator, and I have had the privilege of working with Rachel Varga since I believe about July. Rachel and I met through a mastermind that we both belong to, and let me tell you, she has got the most beautiful skin I have ever seen from anyone. And if I was going to trust someone with my skincare and helping me develop that beautiful glow, that beautiful radiance from inside, it was going to be Rachel Varga. She is the walking example of doing exactly what she says. She's walking the walk and talking the talk. I was able to do a one-on-one -on -one consult with her, and I loved that she listened to my needs and my concern. As a plus 50-year-old woman, I knew that aging was something I needed to worry about. I knew that because of the things that I had done when I was younger, I certainly had been causing damage to my skin. And I also knew because of some of the products I had been previously using on my skin, I was also causing damage to my skin. She listened to my needs. She looked at what I had going on currently. And she also listened to my needs of wanting a more holistic approach to really taking care of my skin as I continue to age. And that was super important to me that she listened. Now I've been using her products now for at least the past 30 to 45 days. And I can see a huge difference already and know that there's still more forthcoming. I, I trust in the products that she has given me. I trust and the science behind what she does. And I trust in Rachel and I know you can too. Thank you. Hello and welcome to today's episode right here on the School of Radiance podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Varga, a humble human on a mission here to help you achieve and receive the best hair, skin, and nails of your life using my background since 2011 as a double board certified aesthetic nurse specialist and having performed over 20,000 rejuvenation procedures. I bring the best of many worlds, including the worlds of home care, in clinic, and also the research behind what truly can help slow aging. Looking at some of my research on oxidative stress status and its impacts on the skin. In the School of Radiance podcast, we explore many things beyond just the superficial to help you glow from the inside out and become your most radiant version. Enjoy today's episode right here on the School of Radiance podcast. Hello, 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 everyone. In today's show, we are learning about gray hair hacks. Many of you have asked me, Rachel, what do we do about gray hairs? Well, we finally have an answer with research to back it up. We're also going to be discussing slowing aging with Primadine, which is a spermidine product from the Oxford Health Span. Let me read to you who our fabulous guest is today. We have Leslie Kenny joining us. And we've recently done a social media live, so be sure to check out that live on the Rachel Varga official Instagram, as well as the Oxford Health Span Instagram. We had a really fun talk. Oxford Health Span was founded by Leslie Kenny, a Southern Californian entrepreneur and graduate of both Berkeley and Harvard, whose life was turned upside down when she was diagnosed with lupus and rheumatoid arthritis in her 30s. 
When her doctors told her lupus had a life expectancy of five years and that rheumatoid arthritis could only be managed, not cured, she set out to optimize her health as best as she could with safe, natural solutions. She went back to school at the Institute of Integrative Nutrition in NYC, became a bulletproof coach under health pioneer Dave Asprey, and took on health coaching clients worldwide. At the same time, she began helping life science academics at European universities, including Oxford, where she lives, to raise money for their discoveries. At a meeting with one such scientist, she learned about a natural compound called spermidine, abundant in natto, a traditional Chinese dish that she had grown up with. Spermidine has, show, has been showing great promise supporting health as we age. The science was compelling. One scientist even called it an anti-aging vitamin in a published scientific journal, and it was safe. Still, because it was natural, food-derived, and not a drug, that would bring in more money. No one was interested in promoting it. Leslie immediately wanted her octogenarian mother back home in California to take it, especially since natto is very hard to come by. It's pretty smelly for one thing. Unfortunately, spermidine wasn't available in the U.S. or even known there. Spotting this unmet need, she decided to bring it to the U.S. herself. Today, at age 57, and highly radiant, I might add, Leslie is living proof that we can get better with age, just like a fine wine, so long as we take responsibility for our health and meet our doctors halfway. Spermidine is part of her anti-aging arsenal, and she hopes it will become part of yours, too. By the way, all of you listening, you can receive a special discount using code RACHEL, and the link to purchase your Primidine, which is her Spermidine product, is in the show notes. Welcome, 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 Leslie Kenny. How are you today? Wonderful, and thank you so much for inviting me to your podcast. Yes, we had a really fun time talking, what was that, about a few weeks ago, a month ago, and I've had an opportunity to use your product, and oh, yes, at my age, yes, a couple of gray hairs are starting to <laughs> present themselves, and I just think that this is excellent that there is an option to mitigate that, and you ha actually have some before and after photos that you'll be sharing here for those who are watching on YouTube as well. I do. First of all, I love to ask everybody, let's just kick things off, shall we? I know before we started recording, you were excited to have a somewhat girly conversation about <laughs> being beautiful and radiant and hair, skin, nails and all of that. So let's get into it. What is radiance to you, Leslie? It's really about feeling the vitality that you did years ago when you woke up and you felt like you could take on the world, that feeling that you woke up with excitement and you wanted to take on the world. I do that still, but there were times when I didn't. And I tell everyone, and I'm sure you do this too, think about a time when you felt at your absolute best, when you had abundant energy you had that glow and people noticed it about you. That's really radiance. It's also, it's an attraction, right? An ability to attract others to you. Yes, it's this 
magnetic component. And I mean, it's no surprise because we are all highly electromagnetic beings. And when our personal electromagnetism is on point, we are grounded, centered, balanced, and aligned. Get outside barefoot, use different types of technology that I've shared here on the show to ground yourself. You're actually going to be able to uh, be better placed in that situation of waking up that you described as the dream wake up, no pain, excited about the world, excited about your life, feeling gratitude. These are things that we absolutely need to spend our mental attention on so that we can receive more of that. All very exciting. All right, let's get into it. Leslie Kenny from Oxford HealthSpan. In your research and discoveries, what have you found to be the hallmarks of aging? Well, this is not actually my research, but it's research of other scientists. Uh, Lopez Otin did a study in 2013, a paper rather, where he looked at what the pathways down which we age were. And at that time, there were nine. Uh, that has now been updated 10 years on, again, by the same researcher. And there are now 12 of these. There are things that won't come as a surprise to you or your listeners. Things like stem cell dysfunction, mitochondrial dysfunction, shortening of our telomeres, um, inflammation, lack of autophagy or cellular renewal, uh, gut microbiome. Uh, dysbiosis, so leaky gut, for instance, but other things that we might not have thought about, such as impaired protein folding. And I like to think about this as um, the cell's ability to, uh, to fold proteins properly is like Marie Kondo coming into your wardrobe and folding up things beautifully. Uh, so the cells need to do that too. So those 12 hallmarks of aging are the latest research on how we get older. And if we can actually inhibit those hallmarks, um, we have, there is a positive spillover effect. If we inhibit just one, it has a positive impact on the others, partly simply by alleviating that burden on the body from having to do that. You know, it's like having someone come into your home and help with the cleaning. Suddenly you have more time to do other things. And that's sort of how it is when you inhibit one of these hallmarks. But the reason I was very excited about the polyamines in particular spermidine is that it inhibits nine of those 12 hallmarks. Now, a few years ago, being part of a scientific roundtable, we were starting to see some issues with protein folding. And I believe this is called prion disease. Am I correct? Ah, prions, right. Uh, that would be mad cow disease or um, Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease that you're referring to. And in Britain, of course, it was very top of mind because uh, we did have a problem with mad cow disease here. Yeah, and protein misfolding can be, again, a hallmark of aging and also a precursor to many different diseases. And as you all know, this is not medical advice. This is educational information only. If you think you have a medical condition, you must seek the guidance of a licensed physician. And the funny thing is, I find a lot of practitioners that I talk with, they're only now learning about autophagy. They're only now learning about protein misfolding disease. It wasn't really taught to us. I know in my education, it wasn't. 
So this is the benefit of tuning into the show here, you know, going to the many different functional medical conferences that we both go to. A4M in particular is an excellent conference for that. And so I would add the hallmarks of aging is, is toxic load. And I just wrote this in my published paper and it discusses the oxidative stress status and its relationship to skin aging and everything from our air, water, lighting, electromagnetics, organisms in our, in our bodies, yeast, fungi, mold, parasites, as well as what we're eating in our foods are all these little tiny things that add to the toxic bucket that when that bucket gets full, you're going to start to see some of these issues we're talking about. And then if it tips over, then you're going to see more presentation of disease. So not only are you going to be assisting yourself in slowing aging, you're also going to be assisting yourself in hopefully warding off certain diseases that could be prevented if uh, we allow the body to do what it needs to do. So for those of those of us listening who are new to the topic of autophagy, I understand this concept, but I'd love for you to understand it or to explain it with your understanding. Absolutely. So our cells have the ability to self-clean. And auto uh, is just the Greek for self and phagy is Greek for eating. Um, so that self-eating, it's not really cannibalization. It really should be more self-cleaning. And going back to Marie Kondo, I like to think of every single cell in our body having its own little Marie Kondo in there, decluttering and saying, right, this organelle does not spark joy anymore. Let's get rid of this. Let's get rid of this mitochondria too old, you know, and in the way that we might sort through our wardrobes and get rid of things and just leave space for only clean new things to, uh, to function. That's what the cells do. They're constantly decluttering. Unfortunately, as we get older, this process of self-cleaning declines. And we now understand that some of the reasons that it stops functioning have to do with dysfunctional, um, dysfunctional autophagy and impaired um, a lower amount of these wonderful polyamines, of which spermidine is one. And in the healthy centenarian populations around the world, uh, we can see that their, their blood serum levels of spermidine are actually the same as those of healthy young people in their 20s. And it will be the same if you compare it, the gut biome of these individuals. They are still able to manufacture um, spermidine in their gut biome the way that a 20-year-old would. The question then is, how are we, the rest of us who are not living in Okinawa or in uh, the Nicoya Peninsula or Icaria or Sardinia, how do we get those benefits? And one of the best ways would be through including foods that have high polyamine content, um, things like natto. In, uh, in Japan, it's a fermented soybean delicacy, and it has lots of spermidine as well as spermine, and the spermidine is an autophagy activator. So getting more of those autophagy activators into the body so that autophagy functions properly and that cell renewal happens so that our tissues and organs 
are being built with new young material that is functioning properly is important to the overall functioning of our bodies. Beautifully stated. I had the pleasure, well, I mean, it was not easy, but I did a five to seven day fast uh, a few months ago. And this also stimulates autophagy. Intermittent fasting stimulates it. Long fasts, studies show that with long fasts, you know, five to seven days or so, once a year, significantly reduces our risk of cancer. And the reason why it does that is because of autophagy. It essentially tells your body to trim out those you know, mitochondria that are no longer shining, or you could think of it like, you know, leaves that are turning and, and they need to get pruned off so that the rest of the organism, the energy goes to where it's needed most. So this is what autophagy does. And firsthand, I felt the increase in energy from it, mental clarity, body, mind, spirit, energy benefits, uh, in fact, uh, more intuition. I noticed during this time too, and we see autophagy and fasting being utilized in many different ancient spiritual practices. So I love that we can also get autophagy through a product like your primidine product, because doing these long fasts isn't the easiest to do, especially if you're a parent or a working professional, because it's difficult to carry on with what we're here to do. And yeah, so this makes it quite a bit more uh, easy to do. And I think also for those of us who are hypothyroid patients like myself, if I were to do a fast, then my body would actually recognize it as famine and it would turn down my metabolism and I would gain weight. I would become brain fogged. I would essentially go into metabolic hibernation. And uh, the same thing sometimes happens with women in their reproductive years. If the fast is, is too long or, or carries on for, for too long, because women are meant to reproduce, women can lose their menstrual cycle from too long or too heavy of a, of a fast. And um, finally, another group for whom fasting is not appropriate would be those who are uh, who suffered from sarcopenia. And this is something that my mother has. So she's in her 80s and she does have muscle wasting, but she's so tiny. She's less than 100 pounds. And if she were to fast, all that would happen would be that her remaining muscle would get eaten for food. And so in these cases, having an alternative such as uh, including more of these polyamines in our diet, getting it from, from foods, fermented foods, for instance, shiitake mushrooms, or from a supplement like ours, where you get a very concentrated high amount guaranteed, that is then very helpful because you don't have to worry about those negative side effects. Yes, I'm so glad you brought up those with thyroid conditions or sarcopenia. You're absolutely right. I love this conversation. <laughs> All right, let's switch gears and talk about gray hair hacks. <laughs> and as soon I knew as you it would come. Those, <laughs> as soon as I heard this from you, I got all excited. So <laughs> let's hear more about why is spermidine what is spermidine exactly? You said it's an amine group. Correct. What, it, what does it do to the body? 
And why is it important for hair, skin, and nails? Okay. Well, let's start with what it is. So I mentioned that it's a polyamine. So polyamines are basically groups of amino acids. So we take, many of us take amino acids with our collagen, right? Um, spermidine, spermine. Yep. You've got it. You've got it in your water there. Um, spermidine and spermine often occur together in nature. These are both polyamines. And as a matter of fact, as you can guess from the name, it occurs in abundance in sperm um, because it actually protects the sperm from the high reactive oxygen species event that is the creation of sperm. But it also is there to allow DNA to wrap around it, the spermidine itself, as opposed to a histone bond, which is very large. And so sperm would not be able to carry that large packet of information. Um, it also occurs in great quantities in human breast milk. Um, as a matter of fact, you have about 50% of breast milk, which is food for the baby to grow. High amounts are spermidine and spermine. And then the rest is a fructooligosaccharide, which then feeds the gut bacteria that the mother has just bequeathed to the baby as it passes through the birth canal. Those fructooligosaccharides feed those bacteria, which are also capable of manufacturing spermidine and spermine. And these allow high growth, high cellular turnover, so that the baby can grow quickly. And when we are babies, we have the highest concentration of spermidine and spermine that we will ever have in our lives. Why? Because we've got to grow. And the uh, reason, the connection to hair, skin, and nails is that they also have very high cellular turnover, and we can see them. Another place that has high cell turnover is actually the lining of the gut, which replaces itself every 72 hours. So in a way, if we can then see our hair, skin, and nails turning over faster, and we all know when our nails grow faster, or our hair grows faster in the summer, we sort of notice that because we're going to the hairdresser more frequently. It's possibly a proxy for faster cell turnover of the gut lining. And spermidine definitely does those things. So with regard to how it is also important for the skin specifically, we know that mitochondrial function is very important uh, to skin health and aging. And, uh, you know, there are various papers about this very topic, such as this one on mitochondrial health and skin aging. Um, and I mentioned that spermidine helps with mitochondrial function. So that would be systemically through the body, but where we notice it would be in the skin with, and it would manifest with things like fewer wrinkles, um, better uh, color, less pigmentation. And we can go into uh, hypopigmentation where you get those white dots uh, and you're not sure what's going on. Why do I have these sort of these uh, spots where there isn't any pigment. Um, but that would also uh, happen with hair. So premature aging is also loss of the melanin or pigment. And spermidine can help with that pigment production in both hair 
uh, as well as in the skin. And there was a wonderful paper in Nature at the end of last year out of South Korea on spermidine and its ability to help with hypopigmented skin, um, which is quite which is quite exciting. I'm not saying it's the only way to do it, but it is part of the puzzle. Um, finally, with regard to nails, it we know specifically from studies done in Japan with our product that it upregulates production of keratin. And keratin is very important for hair, but it's very it's the important component for our nails. And if you're increasing the production of keratin, you're going to get faster, stronger hair growing, and you're also going to get faster nail growth and stronger growth. And we do have people who have tried primidine and said, oh, I don't have to do that, that keratin treatment that I used to do every six months, or I don't have to do my hair extensions anymore. Um, but with regard to pigmentation of the hair, that's actually quite exciting. And people, it doesn't, I'm not going to say it happens for everyone. And gray hair has multifactorial root causes, not just low spermidine. But we've had some pretty amazing cases. And for those who are able to watch this, this is a photo of a 79-year-old woman who was, her hair was completely white. And you can see it's like an Alice band, a dark Alice band across the top of her head where the ends of her hair are white, but at the root, it's all dark. And we've had other cases like that too. I have someone who is in their 50s, uh, a multiple sclerosis patient actually, who, um, who had a similar pigmentation, repigmentation where it's dark at the root and then gray at the tip. So the, you know, there are, there are actually quite a few of these cases. Um, we also have lots of people who will say, oh, look at all the baby hairs that I have, right? That's and exactly you can see what I've been noticing. Uh, have a you? tremendous amount of baby hairs coming in. <laughs> and my roots are actually coming in darker. And I also took out my hair extensions. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yes, I did. And I play guitar, and so I, I have to cut my nails very short in order to in order to play my uh, acoustic electric and my fantastic Gibson Les Paul electric, which is like my pride. <laughs> they just grow so quickly, and I have been taking your product now for I would say about a month, a month and a half. I need to order mm -hmm. some more, actually. I'll oh, we get you some more. <laughs> Make sure that you check out the description of this episode and use promo code Rachel to save because this stuff is great. I would also say my roots are starting to be a little bit darker mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. perhaps I'm even noticing fewer gray hairs myself. And I'm really in tune with products that I'm taking and noticing changes because this is what I do. So uh, thank you very much for uh, solving really? that dilemma of gray hair hacks. <laughs> Although for those of you who are gray, and those of you who are mature in years, my mother, for example, she ditched the dark hair dye and actually went more blonde and she looks fantastic. Yeah. And then one of my other clients yesterday, Rhonda, shout out to Rhonda. I love you. <laughs> she actually dyes her hair with henna instead of hair dyes that are full of ammonia. I just think this is, this is fantastic. When did you start to realize that your product was actually helping to restore gray hair. 
Um, people started writing to me to say that they noticed this. And I began to notice it in friends of mine who were taking it. So I've got a girlfriend in San Francisco who said uh, she hadn't noticed, but her hairdresser noticed and said, I don't know why, but for one thing, you've got more hair. I, I'm seeing all this new hair growth, but you don't have as many gray hair patches as you used to. So at that point in time, she was probably three months in. So she's 63. She's three months in and her, her hairdresser said she was about 70% gray. By the time she was five months in, he said, you know, I think you're probably 50% gray. And it's just continued to the point where she's now been on the product for probably two years. And she says she's about 25% gray. And it the fact that she has fewer of these gray sparkles means that she doesn't have to go in to get her hair dyed as frequently. Now, she does like highlights, so she does still enjoy going in to add those highlights, but she says she doesn't feel the pressure to go in to get her roots done as frequently because they're just not that noticeable. And she likes that freedom not to feel like she's a slave to the hair dye. And she is one of the people who said she doesn't need to do a keratin treatment the way that she used to, that she used to get them every six months. And one thing that we have noticed with, um, with women who do have, you know, beautiful silver tresses, they tell us that even if they don't have a change in hair color, the texture of the hair changes and uh, they get more shine, more glossiness, and that it smooths out. Now, those women who are getting hair dye, um, we noticed this after the pandemic when people could go back to get, you know, to the hair salon again to get coloring done. Oh, this, this was the time when the blondes all of a sudden disappeared, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and these women would go in and they would resume the hair dye treatments that they had before. But their hairdressers said, I don't know why, but your hair texture has changed and it's taking on color better. So that's something that I think a lot of people don't know is that as we get older, uh, as the, the hair loses color and it changes texture, it does just become increasingly more difficult to accept the hair dye. But the product appears to make it um, more open to receiving this dye and it makes the, the texture of the hair um, smoother. I guess that's the better way to say it smoother or um, stronger, just with more integrity. Because of course, some people do have kinkier hair naturally, but that seems to have more spring to it. I mean, hello over here. Fine, yeah. <laughs> crazy thick curly hair. And the wild thing is, is that I haven't had to smooth out my hair with the hairdryer on my edges. Oh, that's interesting. Often. So it could, it could be, it could be that. Yeah, it could, could, could definitely be that. So there, you know, those are things that, that we, we absolutely have, uh, have heard from so many people and it, you know, no matter what color their hair, and we've also had men 
who have said that um, that if they were if their hair was completely white, that they've started to notice hair coming back into um, coming back in its original color. And we've had wives of male clients as well write to us. It's usually the woman who who buys the product for her and her husband. And then she'll write excitedly, do you know his hair is starting to come back in its original color and he's getting new baby hairs. So for the guys who who have lost some of that hair at the top, they begin to get a kind of peach fuzz. And that's something, you know, it kind of depends who you are, if you like that or you don't like it, but it is signs of uh, faster cellular turnover. And um, the fact that the stem cells in those hair follicles are waking up again, because melanin production only happens when the hair follicle is in the antigen or growth phase of the hair growth cycle. When it is in the catagen which is the resting phase, or the telogen, which is the shedding phase, no pigment is produced then. And um, one thing I have noticed, because I'll, I'll be 58 in June, and I've got a few grays. I've had an, a particularly stressful year, and I've got a few grays, but those grays actually, they fall out faster. And it is because they're in the catagen and the telogen phase. And that's possibly why... Um, a lot of older women say, you know, I just can't grow my hair longer than my shoulders or I can't get it below my, you know, my collarbone because it just gets too thin. And once they get on the product, they find actually they're able to grow it longer. And that's because it spermidine, we know uh, from studies, will put the hair follicle back into that growth phase and you will stay there for longer which is uh, fantastic. Also good for eyelashes and, uh, and eyebrows too. I was just going to mention that one of the things that happens to our eyebrows as we age is they go more blonde or gray and then they look lighter. That's why I'm a huge fan of doing brow tints or sometimes even semi-permanent makeup. I just had my touch up done and yeah, you do have to be very careful with the inks and make sure they're not full of heavy metals or anything like that. They, they do exist. They, they are out there. You just have to work with a, um, an artist who knows about this stuff. And thankfully, Christina, one of my soul sisters, does. And I love this idea for darkening up the hairs to the brows. And I was really surprised, actually, when I took out my extensions. I had to take them out because I had to get an MRI done <laughs> in Nevada uh, on my neck. And so I had to get them out. I was like, oh, my gosh, my hair is so full. I don't even need them. <laughs> it's probably the baby hair growth that is uh, that is giving more volume. Oh, I've um, always had a ton of volume. But it that's just, right. You're it's very blessed. Time. Yeah, everything we're, we're talking about here on the show helps for energy. I'd love to talk about how primidine, which is a.k.a. spermidine, how it helps with energy. If it's helping with autophagy, it's helping to trim out those cells that they kind of need to go. They're not very efficient. How does your product help with energy? Well, it helps with, um, with mitochondria. So if there are dysfunctional mitochondria, it's going to eliminate those dysfunctional mitochondria. And those are the powerhouses of the cell. So when we have um, higher functioning mitochondria, we have better overall sense of energy. 
and ability to, you know, get out there and get things done. Um, mitochondria, of course, as I mentioned earlier, are very important throughout the body. So not just for energy, but also for things like skin. But when we think about older individuals and how things seem to slow down as they also begin to, um, you know, accumulate the look of getting older, these things are actually linked. And the more vital you are, you can get more vital by, um, by basically improving the function of your mitochondria. But when you do that for energy, you will have the benefit of improving things like your skin as well and the tissues in your heart, uh, you know, in your brain, in your gut biome, really holistically throughout the body. Love this. All right. Next up. Let's talk about this hypopigmentation situation. <laughs> sure. I have lots of clients asking me, Rachel, I have these kind of like lighter patchy areas on my arms, on my legs. There are like these little spots on the skin where the melanin isn't depositing appropriately. And I've worked with a couple of products in the past that helped with this. And I'm really excited to hear that yours helps with this as well. And I would love for you to explain to everyone how your product, Primadine, can help with things like hypopigmentation. We know hyperpigmentation, it's sunspots, age spots, all this stuff. You get a cut or whatever, it scars, it pigments. Uh, how does it help with hypopigmentation? And is it essentially helping to regulate melanin distribution? That's actually the, the important point is the, um, the returning to homeostasis of or balance of melanin production. So in fact, although I, I alluded to the South Korean paper on how spermidine helps with loss of pigment, whether in the hair or in the skin, um, we have so many reports of people who get rid of melasma, who get rid of skin spots, um, and Nadine Artemis, who you may know. Um, I love said, Nadine. You know, I just Nadine. did another interview <laughs> on uh, my other show, The Beauty and the Biohacker podcast. She is like a galactic angel queen. Yes. She is just a next level human. That's for sure. I love that. That is a description. She is, a, she is an intergalactic uh, goddess and, and definitely um, like you, a beauty whisperer. And she... Um, you know, she left me a message very excitedly to say, oh my gosh, I've had this, this mark on my, on my shin for years and you won't believe it, but it's gone. And that is, she's not the only one who has mentioned these, um, these basically marks, these melasma marks that have gone. And I think it might, it might work a bit like, um, like glutathione, um, or some of these other antioxidants from the liver, superoxide dismutase, catalase, which essentially can restore pigment where it needs to be, like in the hair, but seems to even out pigmentation in places, you know, in other places like the skin with these age spots. Now, I do not have studies on uh, spermidine and age spots. I only have anecdotes. On the hypopigmentation, though, or the loss of pigment, we do have uh, a study there. And uh, that that's actually quite, quite exciting. But, you know, it's not surprising 
having just spoken about how it restores melanin production, for instance, in the hair follicle. Um, you know, our hair is on our scalp, it's on our skin. Therefore, why wouldn't this happen systemically in skin and other places, whether or not there is a head full of hair there or not? Uh, it is still skin. And, uh, and I think that's, you know, that is really what's going on there. Um, is the fact that melanin production is just being brought back online again. Those, um, the loss of, of color, by the way, only seems to happen as we get older. You don't usually see this in young people, right? You, they don't say, oh, I've got a kind of white freckle here. I don't know what that's about. It only happens as we get older and is more a sign of, of mitochondrial dysfunction than anything. Thank you so much for explaining that. And as you were talking, I took a look at a traumatic scar that I have on my shin from doing a step-up drill and I tripped and the curb went into my shin. I could see Ooh. my bone about six inches. Ooh. And I thought to myself, am I going to stitch this up myself? I went into like pure, how do we fix this situation? Not freak out. I, I, I do that in stressful situations. I'm just like, well done. Let's figure this out right i need you around in an emergency <laughs> i would also thank cold therapy for that for the ability to regulate the nervous system so that if something comes up you don't react because your nervous system is regulated and then you can think more clearly and more practically about how to fulfill an objective or you know not freak out because you can see your bone on your shin <sighs> and the uh, it is actually looking better and I really should be doing some more dermal rolling on this scar as well, because that definitely helps also. But basically, when you're doing things like skin rejuvenation, dermal rolling, and all of these things, you, you certainly want to be taking things like collagen supplements to make happy, healthy collagen. And then also taking things like primidine. I think it also helped too, especially if there's a linkage with hyper and hypopigmentation. We can talk off uh, camera. I do actually help support different companies for doing studies on the skin. It's something I'm very good at. So we can talk about that. And I'm very conscious of the companies that I work with and the people behind the scenes, which in my opinion is something that is lacking in the health influencer space. It's all about how much money can I make from doing this episode? How much can I make from talking about this product? Now, I'm looking at this in a different way. It's who are the people behind the companies? What are they up to? Are they good people? If they're not good people, I'm not going to work with them. So when I see someone like you, Leslie Kelly, Leslie Kitty, I know that you are doing some specific things right in your personal life. So I'd like to talk about you for a moment here. What are some of your body, mind, spirit, and energy practices that work for you so that you can continue to be a CEO and be on stages and do podcasts and, you know, run a successful business? What are some of your favorite practices? Don't be afraid to go a little bit woo. The audience is very <laughs> primed for that. <laughs> um, I think that the biggest, the biggest motivator and sort of connecting idea for me is living aligned with my ikigai or my sense of purpose. That's a Japanese term. And because I am a patient and I've had some very profound 
experiences as a patient who was told that I had a short period of time left to, to live. And then I was able to defy that. I'm eight, you know, 18 years post-diagnosis and I don't have any of the diseases like rheumatoid arthritis that I was told I had. I don't have lupus anymore. Um, I want other people to understand the amazing power of the body to restore itself to health. I want them to know that this is actually the easiest thing for the body to do, to be in perfect balance. But it doesn't get there on its own. And as we get older, we need to give it more and more support. And once that support is there, the body can function as it did when it was younger. And would I say it reverses aging? A hundred percent, because I'm proof positive that it did. Diseases of the immune system, like autoimmune uh, illnesses such as rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, I also had Hashimoto's thyroiditis. These are signs of premature aging and where the immune system is greatly out of balance. And by outliving my diagnosis and staying in remission for 18 years, I feel like I have definitely reverse aged myself and I'm definitely higher energy, uh, higher vibration than I was all those years ago. So that is that is one of the big practices for me, which is living and living aligned with my sense of purpose. The other things I do are, you know, energetically, gosh, I do a lot of supplements, um, a lot of things drawn from the blue zone of Okinawa. Um, these are foods and they are things like natto which is that fermented soy dish, which is rich in spermidine and spermine. And um, I also do a pulsed electromagnetic frequency mat that I have, um, the cloud out of uh, Austria. I do the katsu bands, um, the blood flow restriction bands. And then to just kind of get the vagus nerve under control, I do have a sensate, but I also really like to go upside down. And I have a, a feet up, it's called feet up trainer. It's out of Germany. And you just, it's basically a cushioned stand that you put your shoulders into, and then you just go up, upside down. And somehow doing that, it takes enough energy for my brain that I just, everything else disappears. And uh, that is really helpful for just balancing my nervous system. Um, it has been a very stressful year <laughs> and still, I, I still manage to, I still manage to bring it. I can't say that I'm a hundred percent perfect every day. I'm sure that there's always room to grow and I'm constantly learning and I hope improving. But those are the things that I do to stay aligned and keep bringing it. So your heritage is Japanese, correct? It's actually Taiwanese. Taiwan. Taiwan, Taiwan is, the only, is the only place in the world that 
Um, it is the only former Japanese colony that wishes it was still part of Japan. <laughs> and um, my grandparents both went to medical school in Kyoto. And, um, you know, my mother and her generation all grew up speaking Japanese. Um, so it's, there is a strong affinity towards Japan out of Taiwan. Um, we're a little bit like the Ukraine though at the moment, um, with a lot of, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of controversy around Taiwan at the moment, uh, with a lot of missiles from China being pointed at it. But, um, certainly from yes, ethnic heritage, I did a gut biome, um, report for coursework that I did um, with Rob Knight, who runs the American Gut Project out of um, CU Boulder and UC San Diego. And my gut is identical to that of a Japanese person, which I thought was very funny. So if I look at all the strains of bacteria, it is as if I'm Japanese. <laughs> Excellent. So you have this healer lineage to you. Very cool. There is, yeah, there. I think there is something ingrained in the East Asian cultures, South Asian as well, around natural incorporating natural ways of healing into everyday practices. Consistency matters, as you'll know, and uh, obviously you're practicing that, drinking your collagen water right there, and I'm sure you do that every single day. I do I that too. I also have something added into my coffee too, of course. Yep. Yeah, me too. I do oh, the same with my, my medium chain triglycerides, my raw cacao, my hushawo, and my uh, my collagen. Yep. Yes, consistency is really key. So thank you for sharing some of your background. Uh, the, the other thing that I've been learning a little bit more about, which maybe there's something that you can add to this, is, is consciousness is such an integral part of our physical wellness, getting all those spaces between, right? That's to me where radiance lies. It's that 80% that's space, right? And actually in every second, there's a pulse of no time, which is very, very cool. So I'm curious if you have any type of consciousness supporting type of practices from your lineage that you're feeling shared to draw that you're feeling drawn to share with everyone today? Well, this is, uh, this is a question I, I wasn't prepared for. And I'll have to really, I'll have to give it a little bit of thought. But the, I wouldn't say it's drawn from my lineage, but it's drawn more from a practice that I began several years ago. And it is the, um, the artist way. So this is Julia Cameron's work and where you wake up first thing in the morning and you write for half an hour, everything that comes into your head. And Julia Cameron, who is the ex-wife of the director, James Cameron, used this as a way to channel what ended up becoming a very successful Broadway musical. And it is something that I like to use when I want to draw out my subconscious thoughts and elevate them to consciousness. 
so that I can actually act on them. Because as you'll know, talking about the vagus nerve, um, where we, you know, we need to, to calm that, that nerve. Um, a lot of our subconscious thoughts will inform our visceral actions. So we don't know why we're repelled from something, but we are, and we can't get past that. By contrast, we don't necessarily always know why we are attracted to something, but we are unnaturally attracted to it. And this, the reasons for that would lie in the subconscious. And once we raise those thoughts to the conscious level, then we can, you know, it's possible to explain why these things happen and act on them in, in a more conscious way, right? Uh, and basically use the energy of the, of the subconscious uh, in that conscious way to make things happen. It just means much less friction. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, with all these supplements, biohacks, all this stuff, what we're doing is we're essentially supporting our physical body as best we can. But having yes. these types of practices to support our consciousness is a huge component because sort of what's happening is consciousness is being brushed under the rug. But truly, that's actually where we get so much of our power from. And with our thoughts and emotions, literally directing and mediating hormone production, neurotransmitter production, happy, healthy skin, reducing pigmentation, slowly aging, it's really all connected. So I'm always curious to see what truly radiant men and women that I work with, like yourself, Leslie, are doing behind the scenes. Do you, <laughs> do you have any closing words for us all here today? Live in balance with your body. Respect its inner wisdom. It knows better than anyone how to, how to repair and heal yourself. When we're young, we don't question a child's ability to recover from a skin knee or, uh, you know, a, a bruised arm, it's all very obvious that the body will know what to do. That same innate wisdom continues to exist as we get older. Believe in that, tap into that by supporting the body, giving it the resources that it needs to do what it already knows how to do, and you'll be rewarded with good health. Lovely. All right, Leslie, where can people learn all about you and purchase your products and learn more about Oxford HealthSpan? Over at uh, OxfordHealthSpan.com. And we're on, we're very active on Instagram. Um, I'm also co-founder of the Oxford Longevity Project, where we talk about autophagy and bring on world-class scientists, uh, bench researchers together with clinicians who are looking at how we can use autophagy to help with things like uh, Alzheimer's and other neurodegenerative diseases, cardiovascular disease, and soon we'll be doing one on multiple sclerosis as well. So look for the OxfordLongevityProject.org, OxfordHealthSpan.com, also both on Instagram. Thank you. And for everyone listening, be sure to check out the link in the description that will take you straight there and use promo code Rachel on your next 
primidine in order to help you continue to be in your prime. And I actually need to order some myself as well. I was really happy with the results. And Wonderful. So thank you so much, everyone, for joining Leslie Kenny from Oxford HealthSpan and I. And if you have any questions from today's show, reach out to me directly, book your one-on-one and shop easy on all my favorite skincare, personal health care and grooming products on my e-store where all the best of the best is distilled down. Love you all so much. Leslie, thank you so much for your time. Continue to be a pioneer in this space and let's uh, chat off camera about collaborating. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Rachel. It's been a pleasure.